Hello, hello. Welcome to our new Flow Fitness podcast that we will soon introduce the name for. Um, also, a special thanks to Chris Martyr X, who did who did the intro music. Super awesome stuff from Servant Production. So, yay! Um, my name is Kara. I am the owner of Flow Fitness Boutique. Um, so for those of you who don't know, Flow Fitness Boutique is a women's only fitness studio. We specialize in offering a variety of specialty classes. And some of those classes are bar, trapeze fitness, and then we also have the high intensity like Sabata and boot camp and things like that. And a big part of our passion at Flow Fitness is to be encouraging. Um, ladies who come here know this is a gossip and judgment-free zone, so it's not about competing with each other. It's about competing with yourself and just doing the best that you can and challenging yourself, um, but knowing that we're all real people here with struggles and, and we want to journey this together. So that is what Flow Fitness Boutique is. This is Leah, who is one of our um, instructors, lobby workers. Tell them a little bit, a little bit about yourself. Well, Kara contacted me a long time ago and asked if I wanted to come alongside her in this amazing journey that she has started. And of course, I said yes. So ever since then, I've been teaching classes, been doing lobby, helping out with childcare, and just kind of you know um, putting my all in this in this place. So I'm super excited to kind of give you guys some upcoming um, stuff that we're doing and processing with. And so yeah, we're excited to to dive into that. <laughs> all right, so our podcast is going to be called Sumro, please. Flow real. <laughs> And we even came up with this symbol. You who are just listening won't be able to see it, but it's an F in sign language and an R in sign language. So flow real. Although it's probably back on backwards on video. Flow real. <laughs> I like the X in there though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of fun too. Um, so anyways, basically what the podcast is all about is about just being real mm-hmm. and um, journeying with us through real life and what that looks like and your hands in here. <laughs> journeying with us through our our real life and and what we are working through and processing through and learning and researching and stuff like that. We wanted to take you on that journey with us. And so, um, like I said, for real fitness, for real food, for real life. So that is what we are doing. And we are excited to join you on this journey. And did you want to share a little bit more about, about that? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm really excited to kind of dive in with you guys. I know sometimes it's hard because you feel alone. Not everyone's backing you up. So this podcast is going to be extremely helpful, useful, and um, seriously, it's literally exactly what it's called for for fit for real fitness, for real food, for real life. Like that cannot explain this any better. So we're just here to be transparent. We're here to help you, guide you, and this is something that Kara and I have been on our hearts for a long time, and so, dude, this is it. That's it. <laughs> this it's going to be it. good. It's, it's going to be, be dynamic. <laughs> um, no, but we're going to share We're gonna share with you our real struggles, um, our real successes, so um, you're going to get the real, the real deal from us, so it's going to be super fun. Um, we wanted to talk to you a little bit about what's going on with the holidays and what we're doing, so Leah, you want to share with us what you 
What you got planned? Absolutely. So every year my family gets together and we always do Secret Santa, which I think is so much fun. And now that everyone is married or dating or engaged, we kind of do it in couples. So that's always thing that's really fun. And so we never say who got anyone what. And so you have to try to guess at the end like who got someone what. And so it's just a lot of fun with the family um, and just being there together and just enjoying time as a family that you normally don't get during the busy, you know, year of school and, you know, all this stuff going on. So we're excited. And I love the food that we make yeah. every year. I'm Speaking just like, of food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Real life, man. <laughs> so that's probably one of my, my upcoming things is Christmas, man. It's just a time to, to get together with family and play games and have fun. And eat. And eat, yeah. <laughs> what about that's you, Cool. Kara? So... Um, every year we go down to Sarasota where my family and Jesse's family live. So it's a nice time. You playing footsies with me? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> to, um, just hang out and enjoy each other's company. And as you know, Jesse's a firefighter paramedic, so he'll work a couple shifts throughout the holidays, but then we'll just spend our time, um, relaxing with family, opening presents, just having a good time yeah. down in the SRQ. That's good. Yeah. So do you and Jesse have any, um, like, things that you do every year on New Year's? Like, do you have to have, like, oh, my gosh, babe, come give me a kiss, like, at 12? Or well, yeah, get? we kiss at 12 for sure, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're timing out here. Um, so we've got little traditions all throughout, but nothing that's, like, makes or breaks our holiday if we don't do it. Oh, that's good. But, I like that. And it, too, a lot of times he works on Christmas or New Year's Eve, so, you know. Do what we gotta do. <laughs> I'll fill you there. With Nathan being a uh, paramedic, he's working Christmas, Christmas Eve, and I'm pretty sure New Year's, so. Oh, good times. I know, I feel it, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, we wanna get into the meat of what we are discussing here, and we wanted to talk to you about remaining consistent, consistent during the holidays and then after because you know people getting into new year's we're talking about new year's resolutions all these kind of things and it can be it can be challenging people get really excited and gung-ho and in the fitness industry especially you'll see um just a huge peak in january and then you'll start to see those people taper off in, in march and march and april and we don't want to see that we want to see you being consistent and reaching your goals and not packing on the holiday weight that can can happen um, so we want to share with you a couple statistics. Leah, did you want to start with our, our statistics here? Absolutely. So Americans gain a few pounds between Halloween, New Year's, and, you know, it's so hard to lose those those couple pounds that you kind of gain weight on. You have the candy, you have the Christmas cookies, you know, and then you have the New Year's whatever, pizza, champagne, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> whatever. whatever whatever floats your boat. And so... Um, and so within t- those few pounds, it, you know, it gets hard because you feel like you fell off the bandwagon and, you know, you don't want to get, like, New Year's is your day to come back. Um, so, yeah, Americans normally gain a few pounds around the holidays from Halloween to New Year's. That's a big a lot of months. Yeah. Yeah. And even though it's not a ton of weight, it's not like 15 pounds. It's, you know, just a few. Um, those pounds can be extremely difficult to lose. Mm-hmm. And so we want to give you some tips to help with that. Roughly, another statistic for you is roughly 75% of annual weight gain takes place during the holiday season. So throughout your entire year, 75% of that year 
your weight gain is going to come from the holiday season. So that's a pretty um, staggering statistic. So we wanted to give you some tips um, on avoiding some of that as much as possible. And so the New Year's um, revolution stats. So this is going to go into, you know, people who want to start their New Year's fresh. You know, they have that goal in their mind. And so these are just kind of um, some stats that we found that um, were true. So only 8% of those who set New Year's resolutions actually succeed. And that's scary. Only 8%. um, You can follow through with the rest. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that was pretty, um, pretty insane to me seeing that statistic as well. Like, dang, people go into it with good intentions. Like nobody gets married thinking that it's going to end in divorce. Nobody starts a new year's resolution thinking that it's going to fail. They're not going to succeed. You, you start with good intentions, but you know, why is it? Why? I don't know. Why do you think that it is that people, people drop off and, and don't succeed? I feel like a lot of times they don't have the access the knowledge that they need. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like people just go in and they cut everything mm-hmm. out. They go in full force and then you get burnt out, mm-hmm. you know? And so, um, I definitely think that's one of my reasons of, you know, having these goals that are so high out there and I expect to achieve them within the first month. And that's realistically not mm-hmm. going to happen. So, um, for news of resolutions, what I start to do is make little goals and then an end of the year goal. Cause so many people, mm-hmm have this mind of, oh, this is all year long, rather than, okay, this month I'm going to not eat this, and then I'm going to add the next month not eat this as well, and not eat that, and just kind of, you know, slowly take at a time, work out one day at a time, next week try to do two, next week try to do three days, and slowly get yourself into that, so instead of it becoming a goal, it becomes a lifestyle after yeah. that, Yeah. Um, so that's kind of what I've, I've had mm-hmm. personal experiences, oh, I'm going to get a six-pack, and then a month in, I'm like, mm, it's not happening, too much right, work, right. you know? Yeah. But that could be the end of the year goal. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of time people go in with this big expectations. Right. That just kind of cut yeah. short, you know? Yeah. You get bored. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting, too, that the two most common resolutions, which, I mean, I hear it all the time, and I know I've personally made similar resolutions, are related to fitness or some form of change to having a healthier lifestyle. Um, and so... With that, 47% of people making or committing to some type of overall self-improvement and another 38% are those who are making weight-related, making weight-related goals. So that being said, I struggle a lot of times with with making only weight-related goals. I think it's so important that we have more goals than just weight-related goals. Like I want to tone my arms or I want to have a six pack or I want to just feel better or I want to work out three days a week and not say I want to work out seven days a week. I want to work out three days a week. And then once I conquer three days a week, like you were saying, start small, add up. So start with three days a week and then maybe add on four if you've conquered three days. If you're not conquering three days, keep working towards that goal of three days before getting crazy and say, I want to work out every day of the week for an hour at least each time. So starting small and building up. I like to go back on what you said before, where you don't get married to get a divorce, Mm -hmm. you know, and you don't start a new year's revolution to, to fail. And so with that, you know, when you get married, divorce has to be off the table. Mm -hmm. So when you start a new year's revolution, I really feel like Quitting is not an option. Failure is not an option, Mm -hmm. you know, and so getting that in your mind right away, you know, divorce is on the table. And then between that with working out, you know, failure is not an option. Mm -hmm. So if you fall back, 
you get back on there that one day, then that two day, then that three day, like yeah. we were talking about. Yeah. Um, so to make that in your mind, I'm not feeling this this new year, mm-hmm. you know. And if you fall off a little bit, that's great. That's fine. That's gonna happen. And know that that you're gonna slip up, but to not let that goal slip away from you, because that's mm-hmm. your heart desire, you know. And so from the beginning of that year, your heart desire was to become fit, was to you know have toner arms, to feel better. So don't lose that drive and that passion inside mm-hmm. you that you want and that you have just to do it the next year. So um, speaking of New Year's resolutions then, um, some of mine in the past, like I said, have been weight-related instead of, you know, specifically Mm -hmm. goal-related. And I think it's, you know, you're kind of doomed when you only make your goal weight-related because your body changes as you get older, as you work out, you know, you're building muscle, but you're losing fat. And so when you build muscle and lose fat, muscle weighs more than fat. And so you're going to gain weight. And if you're not losing fat as, as quickly or even quicker, then, you know, weight can become irrelevant. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like the goals that I've made in the past have only been weight related. And that can be a huge letdown when you don't see the numbers on the scale change like you want them to. Instead of making them health or um, very specific, like um, you and I, I want to fit into these jeans again because you know that's a that's a good goal, fitting into clothes that you already have, so that you don't have to go and buy more clothes. Yeah. I mean, um, so yeah, that's that's all really that I can remember that I've done in the past is weight related goals, or I, I have set goals to um, read my Bible more consistently and things like that. But in general. I feel like I've tended to stay away from New Year's resolutions because I've seen how people fail so often. And, and, you know, it's almost like I've had the mindset in the past of I'd rather I'd rather not try than try and fail. And that's not good either. So what about you? What have yours Interesting you said that been? because I feel like I've been the same way. The only time that I could really think of a New Year's resolution that I had was when I was in my depression I lost a bunch of weight, and then the only thing I wanted was to look good again, you know? So it wasn't really about that weight or anything. It was just, how am I going to get that back on? What am I going to look like? Like, how is this going to be? And so I kind of made it more of, like, a mental thing because I know it was a mental block in my life. Um, And so it was about May that I went into my depression, and then um, it was probably, like, December that I was even able to get out of it, really. Mm -hmm. And so January, I just started, like, all right, I looked in the mirror and and decided every day for this next year, I have to tell myself that I'm beautiful, Mm -hmm. you know? And so that was one of mine that I can really think of. But other than that, I I shied away from from New Year's revolutions because of you. Like, I hate failing. I don't want to fail. So I never made one besides that time. And and that was an easy resolution to do um, rather than working out Mm -hmm. or eating right. It was just something that I needed to do for myself. Yeah. Um, but recently I really felt like I lost, I wasn't goal oriented and I feel like that is lost in, mm-hmm. in nowadays to be goal oriented. Mm-hmm. So I actually made a goal board in my room and it's just little things every day that I want to mm-hmm. do. I want to make my bed in the mornings. I want to clean my room for 10 minutes. I'm going to do laundry every second day or, you know, just mm-hmm. kind of make little baby goals and it makes you feel so accomplished, yeah. you know, and in, even though most of it. Now, now I have running since we signed up for this Skyway Bridge run. Mm-hmm. You know, I have run every other day on there. But, you know, starting with little goals and then feeling like you're accomplished something. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and that's where we go back and said, you know, work out one day a week. Make that your goal and you mm-hmm. feel accomplished. Work out two days next week mm-hmm. and you feel accomplished. 
And so that's pretty much what my goal board is. I, I honestly just started maybe about a month ago. That's awesome. I think I made it. So I made it before January because I knew I wanted to have those little ones set in stone. So yeah. when January comes, I can make bigger goals after that. Yeah. And I know in my mind that I can achieve that. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. Thanks. I was thinking about that because I think about like our flow fitness accountability group for those of you who are a part of our flow fitness accountability group Mm -hmm. that's why we take pictures so that you can take your pictures state your goals um, as long as not all of them are weight related some of them need to be you know how you're feeling or your confidence that kind of thing but um, it really is important to have certain goals um, as long as they're achievable goals and goals that um you feel confident working towards. So I think, I think that's really important. Absolutely. I'm excited. Yeah. Goals are an exciting thing. Okay. And a lot of people don't, don't think that, you know, and I just get so happy when we talk about goals because you're making yourself better and I just get so excited. (laughs) I feel like I'm so excited. I feel like I go back and forth, especially like the Skyway bridge thing that we're doing together. Like in one moment, I'm like, it's going to be so fun and it's going to be awesome and I'm going to run every other day and all of this stuff. But then other days I'm like, what did I get myself into? I feel the same. Like like this morning I woke up and I'm like, am I really going to run on this bridge or I might just pass out? Yeah. (laughs) But then other days I'm like, I'm going to conquer this. I'm going to do this. And that's just the art of the mind. Yeah. You know, like every day you have to sacrifice. Like I told myself, I'm going to tell myself I'm beautiful every day, Mm -hmm. you know? And so waking up and being like, I have this bridge. I'm going to do this every day. Even if you don't feel it. I didn't feel like I was beautiful. I didn't feel like I loved myself, but the consistency is amazing. Mm -hmm. I loved it. Yeah, absolutely. And that's that my goal for the Skyway Bridge run is just to do it and finish it. (laughs) Get to the finish (laughs) line. And then we have, we're going to all go out to brunch together afterwards. So motivation that's good it. too giving your giving yourself little bits of motivation to to drive you yes. to go mine's um, to fit in my wedding dress so oh, yeah that's a good one <laughs> a really good one <laughs> all right so some tips to remaining consistent throughout the holidays and after with your new year's resolutions um so the first one is to allow yourself to treat but treat in moderation. And something here, I feel it's really important to call it treating instead of cheating. Because when when you call it cheating, like people say they have a cheat day, um, that puts that brings so much guilt and shame. You feel bad about yourself. It's not it's not a good thing. But when you say, okay, I'm just treating myself, it implies that it's an occasional thing. You're gonna have a treat every now and then. You don't need to feel guilty about it. It's okay. We need that. Otherwise, if we don't ever treat ourselves, we're going to die face first off the wagon and be like, forget it. Mm-hmm. Like if I can't treat myself, nobody can maintain a lifestyle of com- being 100% healthy all the time. I just, it's not realistic, at least not for me. I mean, I, I like, I like myself some food. So if I can't treat, then I'm done. I'm out. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna live that 600 pound life and own it. <laughs> no, but seriously, like if you if you don't if you don't allow yourself treats every now and then, then really it's it's just depriving yourself and that's boring. Um, yeah, it is. But when you allow yourself a treat, I, I feel like what I've begun to notice is that you can see if you're. My goal is to have an 80 percent healthy lifestyle. 20% treating. That's Ideal good. probably would be 90-10. Realistic for me right now is 60-40, 70-30. <laughs> <laughs> I 
getting there. You know, flow real. So, <laughs> um, but I feel like if I can maintain that at 80 20, then I'd be in a really good, consistent place. So that's my goal is working towards being in uh, 80% healthy lifestyle, 20% treating. And when I'm talking treating, um, you know, I'm talking treating, like, but that doesn't, the full 80% doesn't have to be, or the full 20% doesn't have to be straight cookies, and the full 80% doesn't have to be like kale. <laughs> kale chip salad. You know, it's all about balance. So the first tip is to allow yourself to treat in moderation. So mm-hmm. if you're gonna have cookies, try to have two and not 10. That's again one of my struggles. If I'm gonna have cookies, I wanna, I wanna get full on them. I wanna go into like a full on food coma on cookies and Lee is a lot better with that than I am she can take two and be good I struggle with that it's almost easier sometimes for me to have none than to have one or two because then it's just like a tease but uh, so that's something that's something I'm working on (laughs) I'm actually only good about that at your house really (laughs) yeah with Nathan He'll make cookies and I'll accidentally eat the whole plate. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, so I have my days where I'm like, all right, two's enough. And yeah. then my other days where I'm like, ah, cookie monster. Accidentally. <laughs> just yeah, accidentally. It just ate happened. The, all the cookies. I don't know where they went. I don't know what happened. I did. I had to hide underneath the blanket because I was like, I'm so sorry. I was just eating. I was just eating and eating and eating, watching TV. And I forget what he was doing. I think he was playing with the dog. And I'm just like, didn't realize that he comes back and he was like, where are the cookies? And I looked at him and I was like, I have to hide. Mm. I'm in so much shame right now. (laughs) Because I'm pretty sure there's like 10 on the plate. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that brings up a little bonus. Here's a bonus tip for you in that one is to be aware of what you're eating. Yes. So instead of sitting in front of a plate of cookies, if you're going to be watching TV, bring like a napkin with two cookies on it. And then if you're going to do it, you're at least knowingly getting up and walking to the kitchen again to get more. Absolutely. At least you're aware. See, and I, I'm, when I'm at home at night, I'm not motivated enough to get back up and get more cookies. Because I'm down and I'm down, you know? Uh, yeah. 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 I, can, I can work myself up to, to get there. <laughs> yeah. I can awesome. do it. And Jesse's laughing. Jesse, my husband, he's in the background here. But he'll put away some yeah. food at night. I've he'll watch across the video like three times already. <laughs> oh yeah, you've probably seen him. But he, um, yeah, when it comes midnight, it's like something changes in him. He's got to eat all over again. He'll do whatever it takes Never. to get some more food. Denial. <laughs> That's true. He'll go to the store. He'll go to the store at midnight no and get some food if That's he needs intense. some food. Yeah. That's intense. Jesse, don't play. You gotta go to the store. 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 He'll sneak into the kids' room and get their treats. No way. Yeah. Yeah, he's done that. Oh, what a horrible father. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. It's really, really true. You can can ask the kids. They'll tell you. Oh, if my dad did that, I would have been so mad. Usually he, like, if he takes a piece of candy, which that, it's not usually just a piece, but if he were to take a piece of candy, he would repay them with, like, a bag of candy. Oh, so he makes up for it. Truth comes out, man. But, man, <laughs> if you leave leftovers in the fridge, even if you don't, even if you write your name on them, he's going to eat them. So you better hide them. <laughs> hide your kids. Hide your wife. Hide your leftovers. Hide your leftovers. <laughs> <laughs> This is awesome. All right, so for our next tip, um, try and save treats for special occasions and not just every time they're available. And I definitely struggle with this. Um, But there's a saying that my uh, father-in-law says, and it it really stuck with me. Um, It's that... um, Hold on. I can't read my own handwriting. Because I thought it was... 
Nope. Okay, my father doesn't say this one. I was on the wrong one. <laughs> I was reading this one for some reason. <laughs> and so for our next tip, um, try and save us a, a treats for special occasions, not just every time that they are available. And so um, ask yourself, is this really going to satisfy me or is this going to push me further from my goal? And so like we're talking about um, treats in moderation, this is exactly the same thing. Don't eat them every time they are available and think that it's okay. You know, pick certain times where you can eat them, other times where it's like, is this really necessary? Um, so a lot of times I'll just eat without thinking. I'm like, oh, they're right there. Let me grab. Rather than, okay, is this really going to satisfy me now? And is it going to also satisfy me later? No. You know, it's not worth getting off the track just for a cookie that's going to satisfy you in one simple moment. Um, and so I struggle with that of, you know, every time that they're made of being like, oh, I just want one, just give me one. All right, you know, I'm, I'm gonna eat three this time and then one tomorrow, or, you know, but really telling myself, you know, hey, I don't eat today, I'll probably have one tomorrow and then I won't eat them for a couple of days and I'll have one more later, but not eating them every time they're in front of my face. Mm-hmm. And then if you struggle with that, you know what, just walk out of the room. I have mm-hmm. to do that one time. Someone made cookies and I was like, I just had to get out of there because they were just smelling so good and they were saying, me, eat me. <laughs> and, uh, I said, get behind me, Satan, because this is not going on right now. <laughs> oh my gosh, I just like pictured a cookie with like a Satan face. Right? <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyways, so the next tip is we kind of talked about it anyways, but watch your portion sizes. So um, if you have choice between two and ten, and you pretty much always do, take two. Give yourself. Give yourself at least five minutes in between. If you're going to take two, eat two. Give yourself five minutes. If you're still really wanting another one, then have another one. And don't feel feel guilty about it. But but just be conscious. Be aware. Take your time. Which leads us to our next one. Which is savor. If you're going to have it, enjoy it. And don't just shove it in your face. And so I was telling Kara earlier about, she's like, man, you're a slow eater. <laughs> and I had to tell you the story of... You know, when we were little, we were only allowed to have two cookies at night growing up. And so I baked them and I picked them out for me and my sister. And I always had to have the biggest two. And that's what, sorry, Rachel, I sort of doesn't know this till now. <laughs> Confession time. So the only reason why I made them, it was because I wanted to pick the two biggest ones and gave her the two smallest ones. And I could not stand it if she had cookie left and I was done. <laughs> I could not. So I would pick my cookies apart in little itty bitty pieces while she was eating hers so I could eat mine and enjoy it. So I ate them in small little pieces in, I was front, of her. in front of her. So I, was so I could not handle the fact that she was eating her cookies longer than me. I don't know what, what was up with me, but I couldn't. And so, um, and so at that point is don't shove it in your face. Enjoy it, savor it like I did. Um, And so my father-in-law, he says this saying, and it really stuck with me one day he said it, and I'm like, wow, this is so true, that we don't eat to feel good, we eat to live. And so if you start saying that to yourself every now and again, you know, obviously you want to feel good sometimes and eat pastas, and like me, I love it. It makes you feel good. But to know that you don't eat, you're not supposed to eat to feel good. You're supposed to eat to live. Um, and so not saying that eating to live is boring or blah or anything, but you know, it shows that you don't have to have all those horrible fried stuff and all those horrible things for you. Um, because you're not giving your body enough nutrients to even live, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's all about taking care of yourself rather than 
indulging and shoving in your face. You know, you really want to do what's best for you to live longer, to have a happier and healthier life. And so that's one of my tips is don't shove in your face and break the cookie up. Yeah, that's good. I like that break the cookie up one. I'm going to have to think about that when I got a plate of cookies in front of me. (laughs) I mean, two that I've chosen a proper portion size for. (laughs) Because I feel like I was thinking about this the other day when I was eating something I really wanted and it was worth it to me to eat it in that moment. Um, Like I made a conscious decision to have it, but then it was like I was eating it really fast. And and the thought came to my mind, just savor it. Mm -hmm. And I think that can be true for all moments, but... Um, specifically to eating, like take your time eating it and really enjoy it because you, if you're savoring it, you're going to enjoy it so much more than if you eat it all in one bite and then it's gone. And then you do, you want more. And then when you take your time eating something, you're not only enjoying it more, but you're giving your, your mind time to catch up with your body. So you're realizing you're full. But if you shove 10 cookies in your face in 10 seconds, your body doesn't realize you're full until like five minutes later. And then you're like, Ugh. hiding underneath a blanket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So just take the time to really, if you're going to treat, enjoy it, take your time with it, eat slow, and then give yourself time afterwards to digest and allow your mind I like that. time to catch up. So yeah. All right. So the next tip is when you treat, get back on track immediately. Don't don't be like, like I've done many, many times before. Oh, well, I fell off the wagon. You know, here it is Friday night and I've fallen off the wagon or I've treated in an, you know, in an indulgent, overindulgent way. And then I'm like, might as well wait till Monday. And so I'll go, you know, Friday to Sunday right. and treat, overindulge the entire weekend. And so that's not necessary. If you treat even if you overindulge and you feel guilty about it and you cheat then there's no reason why the next meal even you can't get back on track so if you have a plate of cookies make your next meal salad make your next meal you know grilled chicken and steamed veggies or whatever and it can still be tasty but there's no reason that after treating that you have to stay off track get back on track in fact maybe even eat healthier than you might normally maybe cut out Um, the carb portion, the unhealthy carb portion of your meal or, um, you know, just to balance it out so that you're not consistently falling off the wagon or consistently treating. So your ratio becomes, I don't know, from 60-40 to (laughs) 50-50. Keep it, keep it 70-30, keep it at 80-20, you know, get, get that ratio back on track. You know, you and I had talked about this a while back um, about if you eat something bad, the next meal to start eating good. And mm-hmm. so I've consciously started to do that. And I've seen a change, not only in my body, but in my mind. Because yeah. normally when you eat a cookie, you're like, the next one, the next thing you want is like a grilled cheese. Yeah. And then pasta. And then, you know. So like, mm, broccoli. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but when you know, okay, I'm going to eat this cookie. Mm-hmm. So tomorrow I'm going to eat grilled veggies and whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and you feel satisfied about yourself mm-hmm. because you're like, oh my gosh, I ate bad, but I made a good decision. And so yeah. you don't feel as weighed down as you would and, and or as guilty because normally I feel guilty because I had a cookie and I know my next decision is going to be bad. Mm-hmm. But the second you start to make good decisions right after that, your mind, I feel like the switch just comes onto it where it's like, all right, you did bad, but you know, next meal you're going to do good. And it's more positive yeah. and then it gets you excited 
I'm always excited yes. <laughs> to be healthy, you know. So excited. I'm just so excited. <laughs> yeah. I think that's good. I think um, one of my favorites, um, and it kind of ebbs and flows. Like I have my seasons to where I love it. Another season I'm like, can't have any more of it. But is uh, the cabbage soup that I posted on the Flow Fitness yes. accountability group. Because I can, if I really, especially when I really fall off the wagon, then I'll make this big pot of cabbage soup that's a good just um, de-bloating kind of soup. It's got a packed full of a lot of veggies and nutrients and things like that. Um, but it all also is effective at helping you lose that water weight. And so I'll, I'll eat that soup for like my lunches the next week or whatever, just to kind of help me get back on track and help me to lose that bloating water weight that I would have retained from eating like crap the week before. Um, so find your things that, that help you get back on track. That could be like, maybe like mason jar salads, like make yourself a stock of mason jar salads on a Sunday for you to eat throughout the week to help you get back on track meal prep. So you're, you're prepared. You're, um, what's the phrase? Um, if you don't know, if you don't, if you don't, um, prepare to succeed if you if you fail to prepare I don't know do you know what I'm talking about no I was gonna say (laughs) I was gonna say never leave your house without food because that's like (laughs) cookies no like healthy food like snacks because if you're hungry what are you gonna do stop and grab McDonald's yeah what if you have a five ounce of grilled chicken in your bag eat that you know yeah so that's what I thought you were going to go that route. But if you if you fail, I think what you're trying to say is if you um, fail to prepare, then you... Um, if you fail to plan, plan to fail or something like that. I think that's it. I think that's it. We got it. Basically, if you don't, if you don't plan for your success, then the likelihood of you failing is going to be greater. 100%. Yeah, because I mean you've got you've got to prepare. So sometimes that means meal prepping, sometimes that means grocery shopping for your list of meals that you're gonna have for the week and writing it down. Me and Shauna, one of our instructors who's also a nutritionist, we're talking about the other day, to um, plan for your week. And so Monday night comes, you've got it written down. You already know what you're gonna have for dinner and it's a healthy it's a healthy choice. But if you're like, I don't know what I'm gonna have, then the likelihood of you going to McDonald's or you know, shoving your face with whatever is left over in the fridge that may not be good, that that the likelihood of that grows. That's good. So Pinterest helps too. Yeah. Cause I have a hard time finding healthy foods to even cook that isn't so blah. Because mm-hmm. you get tired of rice and chicken and veggies and you're just like, oh my goodness, mm-hmm. I need something else. And so if you guys struggle with, you know, knowing what to eat, Pinterest is a great, great, great resource mm-hmm. to um, get yourselves what you need, you know, because yeah. um, I hated grilled chicken for the longest time because that's all I made when I mm-hmm. meal prepped. And so I found this thing on Pinterest where you put it in a baggie and there's like four different um, spices you put in a bag already marinated mm-hmm. and then you cook it the night before and then it's good to go. And there's like a lemon, a cilantro, like just different types of stuff. And I would mm. never think about doing that. Yeah. So if you guys have a hard time, definitely Pinterest. That's good. I think we should, um, I just thought of this. I think we should make a Pinterest board, a Flow Fitness Accountability Pinterest board. Cool. That we can all be a part of, all of us in the Flow Fitness Accountability group. And we can share and be a good place for us to all pin recipes. And yeah. then we can comment on the Flow Fitness Facebook page, which ones we've tried and liked and stuff like that. Yeah. Good thinking. I like it. Good 
Good thinking. So our next tip would be to keep um, consistent as much as possible in your workouts. And if you miss one, double up one on the next day or push yourself a little bit harder. And so I talked about this. Um, we have accountability um, here in our fitness facility at Flow Fitness. And that was one of our things was um, consistency and not only in food, but consistency in your workouts and showing up. And so, you know, if you miss a day to double up the next day or even just push yourself a little bit harder. And I want to even go a little bit further in consistency about even in your in the actual time that you're here to work out. And so a lot of times people go hungo the second they start working out, you know. Gunho. Um, gunho? What did I say? Hungo? Hungo. <laughs> I'm hungo. <laughs> Yeah, that word. Gun-ho. <laughs> Gun-ho. People go gun-ho the icing in, in, like, my high-intensity classes, and by the end of it, like, they slow down. They're not, con- like, they, they want to end it early, or they don't want to go as hard. Mm-hmm. And so one of my things is, you know, start off, you know, a little bit slow, let your body warm up, and then keep a consistent pace. And then in those moments that you feel like you're able to, push yourself. And then go back down that consistent pace and then push yourself. Um, Because if you push yourself from the beginning, then you're more or less going to run out of breath. Mm -hmm. You're going to get... Cramps? Cramps. Yeah, cramps. There's a name for it, though, right? for it, yeah. Cramps in your tummies. Bubbles. I don't know. No, there's something. There's a name for it. You have cramps in your tummies and bubbles and... Yes. Gas? No. (laughs) Not gas. But maybe... (laughs) But yeah, so you, and I experienced that this morning because I was like, I'm going to work out. I got this. I'm going to do this. And I got a cramp. And I'm like, it makes it hard to continue that workout at a pace that you want to stay at. And so consistency in your workouts, showing up, doubling up, or even pushing yourself harder, or even just staying consistent within that hour workout that you're doing. Yeah. Um, so that's a big one for me because I push myself too hard in the beginning and then I want to stop early Yeah. rather than keep a consistent pace and at the end push all I have mm-hmm. at the end, the last 10 minutes, I just go as hard as I can because I know we're yeah. almost done. So I'm yeah. able to just like, you know what? Let's do the highest cardio we can do. Let's do the highest weight. Mm-hmm. Let's just kill it and end it. And then at the end, I feel so accomplished Yeah. because I lasted that whole workout with it really being exhausted, but then at the end, exhausting myself mm-hmm. to the point where I'm like, <sighs> yeah, this is good. That's what I try to do when I'm running. If I'm running three miles, um, start out slow Your body will naturally warm up. You'll be able to increase your pace naturally. And then you might slow down some at the end because your body's getting worn out. But then at the last stretch where I can see, if I'm running in my neighborhood, when I can see our street, I'll just start sprinting and sprint that remainder and then walk to cool down. Um, But I feel like just pushing really hard at the end gives you that like accomplished feeling. And I always say like the hardest part is getting here. So one way to really help yourself succeed in that, if you're if you're a member here at Flow Fitness, is to book your classes out. I say this all the time, but it's so true. If you book your classes out on Sunday for the entire week, then simply having yourself on the schedule, put it, whatever your calendar looks like, if you have a Google calendar or something, put your classes on that too. Put it, write it into your calendar, make it a part of your day. So, you know, if today you have a holiday party, see if at a different part of the day you can get your workout in and if not make sure you schedule it for the next day so really make it a part make it a part of your life um and on top of that when you're here be here like if you're gonna get here and do the hard part about scheduling it into your day and getting here then 
work your butt off while you're here. Mm-hmm. You know, really give that hour your full amount of ability. Like, just go for it. Because um, you've already done the hard part by getting here. So and you deserve don't waste it. your time. No, you deserve to be here. You deserve to do something for yourself. And and I have Mondays. Mondays are, I dread for whatever reason. I, and mm-hmm. I keep making a parent to be like, oh my gosh, it's Monday. Yay, mm-hmm. beginning of the week. And so lately I've been like, I don't want to work out on Mondays because I'm just so tired from the weekend. You know, a body that stays, um, that rests, stays in rest. Body emotion stays in motion. Mm-hmm. And so on Mondays, I'm rested and I don't want to move. Mm-hmm. And I have to tell myself, I get to work out. Yeah. You know, I get to do this because more often than not, I'm like, oh, I don't want to be here. I don't really yeah. want to do this. And then I don't really have a good workout. I'm just moving, moving in the motions, doing mm-hmm. what I have to, which is, which is needed sometimes. But I believe if you... The hard part is showing up. So you show up, and once you get here, tell yourself you get to do this, mm-hmm. you know, and that's going to um, increase your ability in the classes and increase mm-hmm. um, your consistency because you're changing your mindset to all positives. And so yeah. I would like to, you know, kind of talk about being completely positive in your thinking mm-hmm. with your eating. Like she said, call it treats, you know, kind of rehashing mm-hmm. everything we just talked about, calling it treats and not a cheat day, you know, positive spin. Um, and then portion sizes, you know, you, 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 um, get to eat to live and not to feel good. You know, you, you get to eat to live, Mm -hmm. you know, and so that's the positive, you know, and then if you have a treat to met, to get back, you know, onto a great meal, Mm -hmm. you get to have a great meal after cheating, Mm -hmm. you know, just having that mindset, um, you know, and then once you get to work out here, I get to go work out Mm -hmm. and start having, instead of being like, I have to, Mm -hmm. I, I get to. Yeah, that's good. Well, and two, um, fuel your body in a way that is equivalent to how you want to feel. If you want to feel energized and motivated and healthy and, you know, your body is a temple, your body is is important. Like, how do you want to feel? If you want to feel good, feed your body good things. I mean, because I know for me, if I eat a bunch of sugar one day, even in that moment, I'll feel like crap afterwards. But even the next day, I feel awful. And so mentally think about that when you're indulging in something or overindulging in something. Think, this might make me feel good in this moment, but tomorrow or even five minutes from now, I'm going to feel bad. It's going to really, and not even just because of guilt. We want to take guilt and shame out of the picture completely, but simply because you're fueling your body. Like you, yeah. you, you feed your body crap, you're going to feel like crap. Um, Let them know. Yeah, I mean, think about that before even putting something into your mouth. Like, okay, this might make me feel good in this moment, but in a little while, it's going to have the opposite effect. And I had a firsthand experience of this, what was it, three days ago, I think, where I I haven't had any sweets. You know, I'm coming to the four-month mark of my wedding, and so mm -hmm. I'm trying to kind of cut back on all the sweets because I eat a lot. Um, (laughs) And so I had, I think it was two brownies. And I came to work the next day to teach my classes, and I felt so big. Mm-hmm. Not <laughs> like, that I'm like not a busted can of biscuits. I'm not even kidding. I <laughs> felt like my tummy was going over my pants. Like not that it ever did, but I felt like that. I felt yeah. ten pounds heavier, and not that I even looked it or really was. Yeah, you maybe looked it. I felt like I did. You know, kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and so. And, and it was just from eating two brownies, yeah. you know? And so my thought now is that is not worth that. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. To feel good and thin and alive is so much better than to feel weighed down just for two brownies. Like I don't even like, if there was a cookie, maybe I'd consider it, but like yeah. a brownie really. 
And so to for you guys to think about that, remember how you felt after eating those, like Kara was saying, mm-hmm. because man, that changed my thinking 100% because I'm young. So I feel like now is just time when my body is starting to react to foods. Mm-hmm. Before I could eat whatever I wanted to, nothing happened. But seriously, this last two months, everything I ate, I either bloated or I didn't or I felt sick. Yeah, you, you feel it. I feel it, yeah. yeah and and, a positive or a negative. Absolutely. And so, oh, that's great. Yeah, guys, think about that. When you eat, think of it as a positive or a negative. Man, that's good. How are you going to feel? That's good. That, that's some good truth right there, Kara. Good yeah. job. Do you want to speak on that? I didn't even mean to. I didn't even mean to do that. Oh, man, that's great. <laughs> when you said, man, that's good, I was like, what was good? <laughs> <laughs> what, was, what was that? But no, seriously. So when you eat it, think, is this going to have a po- positive effect on my body or a negative effect? Because all of our goals are the same, I feel like. All of our goals are to lean out, to look good, to feel good, to have a healthy lifestyle. So we all have that in common. Mm-hmm. And that's why we're doing this podcast is because we feel you. Like, we're there with you. We're mm-hmm. wa- walking this out with you guys. It's not like we're higher or lower with you guys. But, man, like, it's a struggle and it's life. And so to have this accountability is 100% needed. So I'm excited to see what comes out of this because, man, even just talking about this, I can even just see my mind just speaking this in emotion. Mm-hmm. My mind starts to change on, oh, what do we eat for dinner? You know, and I'm like, I get excited because I'm like, we just talked about how all these cool tips, what are we going to do? And so on. now I'm excited to go cook some healthy food and, some and not make cookies. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard too, because I'm in like the holiday baking mode, like baking cookies for neighbors and stuff like that. Cause wouldn't people be pissed off if I like brought over a plate of broccoli? I think so. They'd be like, what are you saying woman? Get out. Oh my gosh. I want to try it. You should. You should. Like, and be so happy about it. Oh my God. Here. I just Merry Christmas. Here's some. You should have like. No. You need to cook um, broccoli with like red uh, peppers. Oh yeah. Like, so make it like a wreath. Yes. Merry Christmas. I hope you enjoy. I made these with love. Oh my gosh. It's true. But that's the thing. Like it's all about balance because when you want to treat, treat. But yeah. don't overindulge. Um, I want to say too that this podcast is not necessarily just going to be all about eating. We want to get into real topics um, that affect women. Like we've had conversations here about postpartum depression. We've talked about body image. We've talked about um, identity, like knowing who you are, so that you you feel like you're worth treating yourself well and. Yes. Um, all of those things. So we're going to get into a lot of topics. In fact, if anybody who's listening to podcasts has something they want us to speak on, let us know. And we will try to always be transparent about our struggles as well. So, I mean, we're, we're speaking to ourselves here. Like these are all struggles that we have. So these, we're not perfect in any of these by any means, but feel free to help hold us accountable as well. If you hear us talking about shoving our face to some cookies, call us out. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're in this with you. So it is, it is really, um, very important. Was this something you wanted to? Nope. That was up there. Oh, okay. So our next podcast, we're going to try to do this monthly to start, right? Monthly. Okay. So we are going to be doing this podcast bi-weekly, two times a month. <laughs> Every other week. <laughs> Sorry. Sassy. And our next, um, our next podcast is going to be on diet, diets, the do's and the don'ts, the ones that we've tried. Um, and to give you a little teaser, I think diets are not a good thing. Um, I think it's all about lifestyle change. Amen. Call it what you want, potato, potato. But 
Um, it's a it's a mind shift. It's a perspective thing. So um, that's what we're going to be talking about. We're going to talk about some that we have done, and then also some some different eating ways of eating mm-hmm. that we are going to be trying come January, Leah and I together. So um, yeah, be ready for that. And we're so excited. Yeah, we are so excited. <laughs> Hashtag we're so excited. <laughs> Hashtag we're going to be so fit. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Hashtag flow real. <laughs> yeah. The little I just added this. Oh my gosh. It's like bunny ears. <laughs> So if you'd like to get in touch with us, which we absolutely love interaction, we want this to be an ongoing conversation that we have with you guys. So you can follow us on Facebook, just search Flow Fitness Boutique. We also have a Flow Fitness Accountability page that you can search for, and then we'll approve you into that group. It is a private group for ladies who come work out here at Flow Fitness. It's an awesome place to track your progress and keep each other accountable and motivated. We have an Instagram page. So again, search Flow Fitness Boutique as well as Twitter. And then we have our awesome website, which is www.flowfitnessboutique.com. And on that website, you'll be able to find our email address and phone number. Email address, if you'd like to reach out to us that way, is Kara, K-A-R-A, at flowfitnessboutique.com. So we'd love to hear from you. And then Leah actually has a personal Instagram page that has some awesome content that she'll share about as well. And you can search her on Instagram at Leah Jenkins, and you will be able to find her that way. So that is all handed over to Leah to share about her pages. Absolutely. So I love to post stuff about encouraging, self-motivating, and just a lot of stuff about image, about, you know, did you, have you told yourself that you're beautiful today? Or, you know, just random stuff like that. Have you loved yourself today? Um, And just kind of being transparent with you guys and, you know, my walk and my journey um, and seeing what I do in my everyday life, you know, what I do at Flow Fitness with my fiance and just, you know, kind of just doing real life with you guys. And I have a lot of um, people who interact with me and I love interaction. Um, I love questions. Um, I love people giving me feedback. And so I love, I just love pouring into everyone's life in a positive way. All right. Well, that is all for today. So I hope you guys have an amazing day and we'll see you in two weeks. We'll talk to you soon.